It's the old Doctor Who show, episode number 25, The Pirate Planet. Go forward in all your beliefs and prove to me that I am not mistaken in mine. You couldn't control my mind before, and you certainly can't control it now. Would you like a jelly, baby? The TARDIS, when working properly, is capable of many amazing things. The first polarity of the neutron flow is that the TARDIS should be free of the force field. Well, the TARDIS is more than a machine. It's a genetic system. It's like a The resulting reaction is fighting. Welcome back to the old Doctor Who show, your classic Doctor Who review podcast. I am your host, Eric. And I'm your other host, Dan. And we're here today to talk about... Uh, this little thing called life. Life and uh, how babies are made. Oh, Dan, how have you been? I've been okay. Things are good. Uh, Loving the fact that the weather is kind of turning into the right season. Wow, it's really rainy and miserable here. Where are you at? Uh, Key West? No, no, a couple, couple miles north. Um, You know what's really great about a podcast is to talk about the weather. Well, hey, you can link it right into Google Weather, Google Maps. Mm. And they can really experience the whole thing. All right, let's get off this junk. We got a bunch of little things to talk about before yeah. we get into the review. We have three pieces of viewer mail to read, which is a, a first for us. We've never had that many. That's and amazing. I know you also have a little bit of news about uh, streaming. And I know Let's put news, real news in really strong air quotes. In quotes. There was something. There was Somebody something. wrote something somewhere. You saw the link and went, hey, hey check this out. That's we a still thing. don't know anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, way to spoil it. All right. So first off, uh, let's go, go right to the letters. This one comes from Chuck, who's written us in the past. Uh, so thank you again, Chuck, for writing. Uh, he writes, another great episode, guys. Super nice. Question. Mm-hmm. What was the song you played at the end? Now, for fans of the show that have listened to the show, I always try to put a song in the end of it before it goes to the where's my robot tag at the end and here's another trivia question if you can figure out who is saying where's oh. my robots you'll know a little bit of something about dan and i if you guys can <laughs> figure that out you get to be the official yeah. third chair on the that show. is that is taken from someone i've altered the sound but that's it's, all you're gonna hear about it's that. a classic it is a classic uh so anyway the song was uh death cab for cutie codes and keys i always Try to make the song somehow connected mm-hmm. to the episode in some way, either the title of the episode or something we mentioned. It's a very all things it. NPR, uh, all things considered thing yeah. for you to do. It's- Just about every single one is connect. It has some kind of meaning. I think there was maybe one time where it was we got a little. I was we got Crispin Glover in there. We, got- we do, yeah. So it's all over the place. Fan favorite. Yeah. So yeah, that's actually a fun part of making these podcasts. All right. And then also he corrects us on something we said, because if you remember last time we were discovering uh, the fact that Dirk Gently was a series on the BBC in real time, (laughs) where I thought it was a series coming, and then I thought it was a thing that just happened. Well, Chuck sets us straight. Yep. uh, And basically he writes, by the way, the Dirk Gently series you mentioned... um, was from 2010, so it's quite old, uh, and it gets shown on the BBC now and again. So we, it's been out for years. So I'm immediately going to see if yeah. I can find that because. So if you've uh, watched it before, um, great. You know, I had mentioned I thought that I heard news about a new series, and I was correct. Okay. And that I guess there is a new series, which is probably an American one, that's written by Max Landis. 
Um, And then it has Elijah Wood, Hannah Marks, and Samuel Barnett in it. So that's what he that, wrote. And that's the, a new Dirk Gently, you're saying? That's what he wrote. He said the new series written, yeah, Dirk okay. Gently, mm-hmm. written by Max Landis, blah, 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 blah. So there you go. Interesting. Little, little something for you. Hey, and it ties into this episode that we're reviewing, and we got a Douglas Adams episode. It's true. I think that's yep. where it all came from. But uh, That's where it it's cool cool sparked this whole yep. thing that people yep. have been waiting patiently for the new podcast to come out. Like, what did, well, they solved that mystery. Mm-hmm. Solved. Second letter we got was from... Uh, the editor of the Gallifrey Guardian, which is the newsletter for the Guardians of Gallifrey, who are celebrating their 30th anniversary, 30-year anniversary in June. So congratulations to you uh, women and men of the Guardians of Gallifrey. And they are a, a fan group located in Florida, is that right? I think so. Yeah. So that's awesome, guys. 30 years. So. Well, it's basically and the same. We, we, got it, we got it like a year and a half. So yeah, we're I mean, like we're basically just about the almost there. Yeah. I mean, clearly. Uh, who's next? Richard Forster? Yeah. Richard Foster. Yeah. So uh, Richard writes in, and he just says he wants to say thank you for doing the show. Thank you for listening to the show. He grew up watching classic Doctor Who on PBS, and he loves reliving all those episodes. A uh, few episodes ago, we were wondering if a companion died. And yeah, I remember this. Good. this. Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a while back, and I think we weren't sure, or we came to the conclusion maybe no one had. Yeah, I, I just assumed um, with absolutely yeah, no we, evidence we whatsoever, right. which is it's, how I roll. And Richard heard that, and he was like, wait a minute, yeah. fellas. <laughs> totally Hold corrected on, us fellas. here. Uh, Adric, the companion of the Fifth Doctor, which we haven't gotten to, yep. died trying to stop a spaceship from hitting Earth. Now, Spoiler alert. For me, like, as soon as I read past. this, I was like, ah, now I, I know actually, how it's going to die. He's going to die. I well, did read I, that now one. Now I just spoiled it for anybody listening. Yeah. I mean, I read that on uh, TARDIS wiki. You know, I, I dive into that thing and go deep every time I end up clicking article after article. And I do remember reading that. So thank you for the correction. Um, can't wait to get to that episode if we're actually reviewing that one and seeing why it is they thought it was a good idea to kill that character. Yeah, he doesn't. I don't think he mentions. Richard did not mention which episode. So. Well, it'll be the last one with. I'm not going to look Patrick. anything up now. I know he he you know he died. He bites it. Okay, he also put a little trivia in this for us. A little trivia for you. He wrote. Yeah. How is the sound of the TARDIS materializing originally made? I'm going to throw that to you, Dan. I could not find anything in my three and a half minutes of looking. I didn't do any research yeah. at all. I read the question. I was like, oh, that'd be interesting for me to think about live <laughs> on the podcast. Uh, but uh, I figured you probably would because you are, are definitely more of the research. Yeah, no, I this. I totally fell down on the job this time, guys. So you're welcome. So we don't know? We don't don't, actually know? (laughs) The answer is no one can know. It's impossible to know. It's one of those mysteries. Nobody knows. They don't even know uh, at the BBC. I think it was the recording of an actual TARDIS. I'm pretty sure that it's it's real. So that's... That's, no? That makes sense. No. So thank you, Richard. Oh, Richard also said, P.S., uh, somewhere I have the movie of the Eighth Doctor on VHS, which we talk mm. about a lot, the Fox movie, mm. recorded. Uh, he's maybe able to transfer it to DVD, in which case he would send us a copy, which that is hey, great that you would do that. That's super nice, but I'm that's totally going to buy that son of a gun when we get yeah. there. Cause... I was going to say that. We, uh, it's a, well, We're going to so... end up do- – I think it will be the last thing we do for this yeah. podcast, and then yeah. it's uh, – Double suicide. I think that's, <laughs> that's, 
I think that's the only way to go after yeah. uh, after you watch Eric Roberts as the master. Well, that's the thing for me. I, I'm going to buy it just because I need to complete my Eric Roberts collection, the Criterion collection. Right. Oh, so, I would love the Eric Roberts, <laughs> Eric Roberts collection. Um, but anyway, I, I absolutely, Richard, thank you. And if anybody yeah, ever wants cool. to send us anything... You can uh, send us stuff. I am I'm no. Not, I want. I have a PO box. I have. I set up a oh, PO okay. box for the comic I did, Planet Gigantic, where you can send in for like a membership card or whatever. I very rarely anybody sends anything. Mm-hmm. The thing is always just full of junk mail. So if you ever want to send Dan and I something, yep. which I would love, Dan sort of like Dan, like you send me anything. I want to get weird stuff. Yes, I mean, not like creepy stuff, but you want to <laughs> send me like, hey, one man's creepy, is another Hoover man's thing. weird. Yeah, it's P.O. Box 2131, Red Bank, New Jersey, 07701. I pay get for Get your it. pencils out. Get your pencils out. Do you want to repeat that can, again? We'll put that, the, we'll put that in the notes. You can rewind this. We'll, we'll put it in the notes of the, uh, the episode. You can send us anything. Obviously, you can also email us uh, yes. at the old Doctor Who show at gmail.com. We love getting things. I uh, appreciate it, Richard. It absolutely As Dan my said, day. we're, we're going to buy it. So there's there's you don't need to send us. Um, no. A copy of it, but you um, will need to watch it. But when that we're was very nice it, that you did offer that. It's gonna be so good. And that does it for our viewer mail, right? We got Richard, yeah. we got Chuck, and we have Bob. So thank yep. you, the three of you. If anyone else wants to write in, as I mentioned before, as we both mentioned before, we will read it on the air. So if it's something you don't want us to read, just write, "Don't read this." Yep. And then if you're gonna do that, you might as well cut it out of newspaper uh, and send us <laughs> the letter to the PO box I, I just gave you. But we um, will read that. Uh, I also, I think we do have another star review on iTunes. Oh, we but do, not, but not, not a, no, no text. So it's the number one. Oh, well, but I'll which take is cool. That. That's, this is awesome. Yeah. I like it. Um, we do have a, a little bit of non-news regarding the streaming service. Um, the Nerdist.com was reporting that uh, BBC is actively working on a new streaming service. We we kind of knew that whenever this whole thing erupted that we lost all of our classic Who on. Uh, on uh, Hulu and Amazon and Netflix, etc. So uh, it's it's confirmed, um, but there are no details. Uh, right. The only thing that actually is a little worrying is that, uh, according to the the reporting, it is still in early stages. Yeah, so it's going to be this point, another year at least. Probably. At least, and who knows what's actually going to be included? It seems like it's going to be the speculation is you know it's the entire BBC catalog from uh, from their. The BBC and ITV networks, right. so that's awesome. But it but doesn't, doesn't necessarily mean anything either, nope. right? It doesn't say if it's nope. going to be North America or it doesn't say whatever. if anything's region locked or anything like that. So who who knows what's going to happen? Um, Let me ask you: Would you pay for that? Maybe, uh, right? I, it's hard to say because well, I mean, I'm buying episodes. I'm buying well on iTunes. They call each of these stories a season, so I'm buying four episodes at once to review these. Um, because I'm an idiot and don't go back to the DVD service of Netflix like I really yeah, ought to. Yeah, that's five bucks a month, man. Yeah, just throwing that out there. Yeah, which I could just do and get the service and have all. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't, we'll mind, I don't mind paying for things. I don't either. That they start adding up where you have yeah. like I got Hulu for Doctor Who, right? Um, so maybe I would cancel that. I don't know. I got to... the plus. I got Hulu Plus for for Doctor Who because I couldn't watch the commercials while trying yeah, to review the things. Right. That I have the same was one. Killing me, but I, yeah, maybe I don't do. I don't. I don't. But who knows? Uh, hey, if whatever. Anyway, let us know your thoughts. 
if you and, want to uh, <laughs> write that in in a, in a manifesto of some kind that yep. you're going again, to again you can send uh, the PO box what was it goes and photocopy and then send it to our PO box along with the finger of your lover <laughs> no <laughs> See, don't send those are the things you anything. say and then we want happens. any body parts and then the police I, uh, are involved again yeah I'm uh, making a joke that it's a federal horrible with, with the horrible joke <laughs> not even remotely yeah, we funny. don't we don't want that we uh, yeah uh, you know if you want to send DVDs are fine. <laughs> Let's not make any suggestions. Things not to send, that which is illegal. Uh, all right. Uh, while we talk about illegal activity that hmm. some may say are committed by pirates. Oh. I, uh, you know, I'm, that was pretty reach, good. I'm reaching here. No, uh, should we get into the pirate planet? Sure, let's do it. You have anything else? I mean, after that breaking so. news? No, I think I'm good. Yeah. All right, <laughs> hit, the, uh, hit the switch, my friend. Got it. Who's Newton? Old Isaac, friend of mine on Earth. Discovered gravity. Well, I say he discovered gravity. I'd give him a bit of a prod. What did you do? Climbed up a tree. And? Dropped an apple on his head. Ah, and so he discovered gravity. No, no, he told me to clear off out of his tree. I explained it to him afterwards at dinner. Where's the TARDIS, Doctor? Going to land? We'll never make it. It's the pirate planet. (laughs) 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 What? All of a sudden, like, every life decision that I've ever made just hit me, like... What am I at 41? I'm yelling with this high-pitched, annoying voice. It's the pirate planet, guys. Uh, What have I done? While searching for the second segment to the key to time... The Doctor and Ramana set the TARDIS to land on the cold and boring Califrax. When they arrive, however, they find a vastly different planet with a prosperous civilization seemingly led by an authoritarian (laughs) ruler called the Captain and terrorized by a group of wandering telepaths. This is written by Douglas Adams, directed Mm -hmm. by Pennant Roberts, and it's the second story of season 16 in 1978. Yes, That's the sir. Pirate Planet. What did you think of the Pirate Planet, Dan? Oh, this is a really, really fun episode. Um, there's so many crazy things happening in this episode. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot going on. Uh, there's, Great. A, there's a, a mix of kind of genre a little bit. There's uh, so many crazy characters, so many over-the-top performances. Yeah, so, some would say oh, so over-the-top that it almost kind of ruined the whole thing for me. Like I, It, it would have... I thought the captain was terrible. Oh, God, like, it was so good. So bad. Really? So bad, okay. so good. So, so. See, I felt he was so bad that it was just kind of bad. Just bad. Like, it was just too much. Like, mm-hmm. his whole ca- costume looked to me like a late generation G.I. Joe figure. Uh-huh. Like, after they've already done the refrigerator Perry as uh, now on the Joes <laughs> or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yes. The, the costume design, I thought, was just really corny and terrible yes. and his performance was so scene over chewy. the top and scene chewy, and it for me it it kept this it was so story false. from being great yes like and i loved the script i thought it was very funny the idea of a planet eating other planets was so right. cool and like the, yep. everything and was added with the whole the whole telepath thing which is not something yeah. you really expl- explore at all in the doctor who universe to my now, that knowledge. was really not cool. a lot of that yeah um you had you know the the 
reveal that the nurse or whatever her name was was actually the one was the yeah, was queen, the queen Zanzia, which is pretty amazing. I mean, there's a there's a lot going Every, on. He yeah. was he was ridiculous. So so the 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 story opens and you have a, a an exterior shot which is miniatures of the bridge. And the first thing I'm thinking is like, wow, this is really good, especially coming from um, the sunny sun. What's the episode we did? Sunmakers? Yeah, that's Sun the makers, one. Yes. God, guys, I have absolutely no memory I like whatsoever. The, the Sun Destroyer. Sun Destroyer is yeah. nice. But the Sunmakers, where the, the exterior of the models just looked ridiculous. They were so bad the whole time. This looked really great. So it's like, oh, this is going to be great production value. And then one of the first things you see is that robot parrot on his shoulder oh, that he's yes. stroking. Yeah. And I, I literally out loud, like, yeah, out loud to an empty room said, Oh God! Yeah. And that he looked a- like he looked like a, I I mentioned this on Facebook like a cyborg Steve Bomber like, yeah. like, like the, the the main <laughs> dude and like weird thing anytime you put something under somebody's nose it just always never really works for me like that was horrible that for like with the, the and they had the fluorescent little visor yes. on the side and now I, speaking I of that I was looking on Tumblr for photos or just things related to this episode yeah. Because it was on my mind, you know. And I did see somebody put two pictures side by side of uh, Cyborg Steve Bomber, uh-huh. Captain Dude. Mm-hmm. And underneath that, the Viking from Season 9, the girl who died. Do you remember the Viking that, that plays Odin, that's in the sky, the sky oh, demon? yeah. And no. it's the same thing. It has the same eyepiece. Like, yeah. I don't know if that's a, a callback or somebody just spotted it, but the fact that he's constantly referring to the Sky Demon. Yeah. And then there's a guy in the sky that looks okay. like the costume is similar. You had said I you just were, thought that was cool. You said you, you kind of saw a connection to the current who I thought you were going to refer yeah. to the. Uh, the one. And I didn't come up, come up with the, this. The one with the, one, one with the 11th Doctor. I'm um, oh, sorry, the one with the 12th Doctor, Capaldi. And the moon is actually uh, an egg. Yes, and I was, I was like, yes, maybe I remember that. that. Which not that was a weird... I ever want to talk about again. Yeah, I'm trying. To, I remember that being mm. sort of like what, yeah. all right. and then it it was good up to that point, and it's like oh, because there's all the spiders. And, anyway, and this yeah. is not a review of that. So yeah, one anyway, of the I just want to bring that up because I thought that was like because he constantly does refer to the sky demon, and you talked to me by the curved about, fangs of the yeah, sky you, you demon. To but do like a super, there cut has to be a super cut of this. Um, I if I have the ambition, maybe terrible. I'll try to go to it. it. He's he's ridiculous. Um, so his overacting was ridiculous, but it by the end of the of the of the story, I was like, all right, that's cool because yeah. I don't know. Well, he just, has a nice like work. twist too, where he's sort of also you know plotting to kill the queen like you know this whole time she's sort of manipulating yeah. him but he's he's actually working on a very smart way to to destroy her right you know if we want to get yeah. to that the mr uh, fibulae fibulae his assistant his, his assistant uh, yeah. he was awesome like i yeah. thought the actor that played him did a great job and it was this really well sort of um what's so funny fine. about that that the aesthetic on the bridge, especially, is did it not feel very much like it was influenced by Star Wars? Like very Star, like it was a mix of Star Wars and Battlestar Galactica, sort of that seventies era sci-fi. I mean, maybe some some Star Trek a little bit because of the the consoles in the back. But so I looked, you know, Star Wars came out in seventy seven. This was in seventy eight, so it's totally possible. But with the the kind of military ish uniforms that they're wearing mm-hmm. and. I don't know. It just it, that felt very Star Wars to me, and kind of the stormtroopery aesthetic to the masks. It just felt very, very much of that time. Yeah. Well, the whole know. like though they're 
their troopers or their bad guys look like these weird sort of S and M people, got hoods like, on, black kinda. leather. Like at any minute they could be jumping on, yeah, motorcycles, and it was very, uh, very, very weird art. The art direction was very sort of strange, and then yeah. they're also playing up the whole. They're pirates, so you know he's the captain, and the, there's a whole pirate Boy, did thing they. going on. Yeah, but yeah, I mean it was cool. I thought the script was great, um, but it didn't I just feel didn't like love the execution of the of yeah, that the, one character. Yeah, the one performance. Yeah. Did it feel like a very Douglas Adams type script to you? I'm not that familiar with Douglas Adams. Okay. I mean, I read uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy in high school, I think, or in Go. early college. But that's Go back and pretty it. much it's still great. That's but yeah, yeah. That's, I'm, I loved it, and but yeah. I don't like we talked about Dirk Gently. I haven't read Dirk Gently. Yeah, um, and I know. I think I probably saw. I know he did a couple of uh, Monty Python sketches that I that I'm sure I've seen because I've uh, seen most of the Flying Circus stuff. But you know, I'm not super. Douglas Adams guy. I wouldn't say I'm like anything. I'm super well versed in it, but it just didn't feel like from from the the books that I've read and and the things I've seen, it just doesn't have that kind of zaniness um, that he tends to have. Especially his use of language tends to be really mm-hmm. uh, particular and very funny. Well, so I did I, read that that it was uh, he had done two scripts prior to this mm-hmm. where they were like, "This is not working. This is not working," and eventually it got to this. Well, apparently this one got very, very edited. There was it was a much more convoluted story that seemingly has nothing to do with actually what resulted in this in this episode. So I feel like it and just he was got, new to got television down. too. Yeah, like yes. he hadn't written much television, and I had read that Hitchhiker's Guide, the radio show, happened at the same time that he was putting this together. Right? Which yes, yeah, so he's working on both simultaneously, which almost makes it feel like maybe it would have been more similar. But you know. Uh, Tardis.wikia does have some uh, notes on some similarities between the two, uh, reusing some phrasing uh, between uh, Hitchhiker's Guide in this episode and something like that, which, which is kind of cool, but it, it still didn't feel like a very Douglas Adams sort of uh, aesthetic to me. But I still loved it. Absolutely loved it. Yeah, it's, it, 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 it's, um, it had enough comedy in it, too. Like, there was yeah. some absurdness, um, a lot of absurd. Like, the whole parrot, the parrot versus canine. The parrot thing is... Ultimate fight. The parrot was parrot the best. was ridiculous. So, yeah. okay, do we want to go in any sort of order, or do we just want to jump into I don't know, because we also have to talk about how crazy. they wrote in They wrote in the doctor slamming his face <laughs> to fake, to, to have a reason for the space herpes, which we know is a dog attack, but I will refer to a it as A quote-unquote dog attack. No, it's still right. space herpes, man. How long does <laughs> it take? But I love that they had so that scene. he got bitten on the face, quote-unquote, uh, while filming the ribos operation. Yeah. And this is another, this is weeks later, and that cut's still there. Yeah, it's pretty bad. That's, That's a herpes a sword, dude. <laughs> that is not. So this is the keys to Valtrex, is the name of the series. <laughs> Um, yeah, so they had to write in the whole thing with they were trying to land and they couldn't, yeah. and it started shaking around. So he hits the console and the big gash right. so on the fucking gash face. In the face, face, face oh. and you also you also realize on the planet, you know, the the ages of prosperity. So they have diamonds everywhere, and they have, you know, when they land, they're they're talking to a resident yeah. of the of the civilization. And one of the items they find is that Olean. Which yes. looks like a, a child made an ashtray for someone, and that's what they find on the ground. And they're like, oh, that's just so beautiful. It's this, People like, would kill for that beauty. Yeah, that is, that's a, a special uh, child's ashtray that yeah. you're holding. <laughs> it um, means something to someone. Um, yeah. So there, there are a couple things we learn in this episode. Um, that uh, apparently the doctor's been operating the TARDIS for 523 years. 
mm-hmm. which is kind of cool at this point, which is kind of kind of awesome. Um, and that he, there are, I mean, I guess you find this out all the time, but this multi-loop stabilizer and synchronic feedback circuit that oh, he yeah, never that. uses. And no. it, it's just so funny. So Ramon is there with, with this giant tome of a manual that she's reading and, and uh, tells him they should be doing this. And he just rips the page out, you know, it gets referred to later in the, in the new series that the doctor had thrown the manual out because he disagreed with it. You know, so it's, it's the same sort of character, Yeah, but, um, yeah, just those those little details about his life on the TARDIS. Why did he put the first piece of the key uh, in a boot, in a fridge? I don't know. Okay. I feel like they just... <laughs> because it's another another complaint about this whole key to time thing. Uh-huh. It's, it's, it's so, like, the connection to the key to time is so... Tenuous? Such an afterthought. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you don't even see them find the second piece in this series... They mention it's going to fly off after the the thing at the end, and they'll pick it up later. Right. So it's like you know, and th- th- I feel like they just added that to remind you that it was a, a connected, connected to series. it, and mm-hmm. it was a funny gag to put it in a boot. Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not really wondering why he did that. It was just right. it was a, an absurd no. thing to do. He but, polishes it first, and then puts it in a boot, and then puts it in the fridge. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. it just feels like I don't know. I feel like it, it should have been. Maybe more connected to I don't know what order this was a script written before and then they just shoehorned it into being part of this whole. I mean that definitely happens time. even in the current series, especially yeah. in the Moffat era. There'll be scripts that were going to be in one season and came into another. That happened with the the Neil Gaiman episode of uh, that Planet Home House yeah. was House the Planet. Right. Um, it was supposed to be in the previous season, and then you know the showrunner just comes in and, and reworks a bunch of yeah, it. And that but makes, at that, least that, it feels more sense. like of a piece, and it's like, oh, I can see where like it's given a fair amount of screen time. Considering there's only an hour long episode now, and you and you can still fit that in here. It's just like, oh yeah, we guys we forgot that thing. Can we do a pickup scene real quick where we mentioned the uh, yeah, key? Just I just can't even believe they don't even find it in right. this episode. It's not even like it's like we'll just pick it up later. Which is, I mean, they they mention it enough, and the planet itself. Spoilers is is the the segment what and then you've got the mentiats which we talk about too and Mm -hmm. like that whole thing was so weird like just the those guys just that Mm -hmm. image of those guys walking around using their mind power and the fact that they are able to what's the guy's name uh prelix right you know Mm -hmm. he's sort of having this weird seizure and they're they're coming to get him and he sweat everybody's sweating just sweating in Mm -hmm. the 70s going on yep um but you I know, thought it was men- really cool when they reveal, like, oh, he's a rogue telepath. They explain later that it's whenever, you know, the life force of the planet gets crushed. Yeah, they're absorbing it, it, all of the All dead. the wavelengths come out. So there's, like, a science explanation for the fact of why they're telepaths, which is, which is cool. Um, I mean, I don't think they ever really talk about this, talk about that phenomena anywhere else in, uh, in Hoodum. Um, but, yeah, so, so you, you have... Freilich's sweating and, and confused, and they, they come after him. But then, you know, they're, so they're kind of leisurely marching through the fields to come <laughs> yeah, to, this, to the city to find him. They must have had an extended amount of footage of people leisurely marching through that field. Because yep. you also get it later on when you have um, uh, Ramana, who's in her pink lady attire and white. <laughs> Did you see her shoes? She's got these high heels on, and they have her walking around like these fields oh, full man. of giant rocks. I felt bad for the That's woman. That's horrible. But there's lots of this episode, as, as much as there's lots of stuff going on, there are like, There's like, a lot of nothing going on, too. boring, where there's nothing. There's just people walking across a field. 
Yes. And you're like, okay, I guess that's the that's happening. So you had this like this troop of like a dozen of them, uh, the Mentiads coming yeah. across the I field. Keep and then you had Mentats, like too, which are the human computers from Dune. Oh yeah. Um, so I kept getting that confused. Keep thinking they of Mentos. On, it's not that. No, Mentos, that's true. That, that would have um, been a good way, good way to get out of it, the old yeah. bite and two. Well, and smile and walk. But instead, they're pursued by, like, three guards with guns who, okay, oh, so I couldn't figure out. guards and the guns. I couldn't figure out, could they not shoot straight, or was it their telekinetic powers that were preventing them from getting shot? I was like, oh, that's actually kind of cool. No, they're horrible they shots. Can't, well, there's a scene later on when the Doctor and Ramana exit the uh, bad guy lair. And Kemis is there, and he takes out the three guards. But there's like five minutes of them just making laser Missing. sounds with nobody getting hit, and then Kemis just kills them. A single shot. Well, same with yeah. Romana too. She's there's a she's a one shot kill. Surrounding him, and he's just pew, pew, pew. like they're just sitting there going pew pew. pew. <laughs> they're not actually shooting. Like, they were actually just making the sound. That's why they have the masks. I got gotcha. you. Uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Some of the stuff like the flying cars too that look like speedboats. Okay. I guess they I, were speedboats. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was pretty. There was like I, a little spot on the side to put quarters in for the thing to, to <laughs> just rock go back and forth. Yeah, I mean, yeah, oh. it was it was cute. The doctor uh, luring away the guard with the jelly babies, and the guard just looking at his feet the Lots whole time as he's following. Ba- he's, yeah. he's following a trail of jelly babies, <laughs> not looking up the whole time. Because <laughs> if he takes his eye off one of those jelly babies, yeah, they it could may run away. Who knows? He could get lost. Yeah, they're surrounded by diamonds and uliad or whatever, but they love. It's the jelly, jelly babies. babies man. Have you ever had jelly babies? aren't they just jelly beans no they're not quite like um gummy bears they're more like fruit slices okay they're like much more chewy than they are sort of rubbery gotcha um they were good i forget i ordered them from amazon because i was like i gotta try what okay i just i just assumed they're jelly beans i didn't know that I am learning no. today, guys. They're so we're going to put little, an affi- yeah. we're going to put an affiliate link on uh, Amazon. <laughs> so if you buy Jelly Babies, we'll get a kickback. If I get one thing out of this dumb <laughs> podcast, somebody's sending me something. <laughs> All right, so so uh, we're in so agreement it, yeah. then that the guards Pink are just ladies. horrible shots. Yeah, but, and, but that was and, just uh, so stupid. Idiots. Like there was lots of things like that that were stupid. And we talked about the parrot mm. um, being look like a cheap version of Bobo from Clash of the Titans. Like that. Yeah. Whole, oh no, that thing lots- was. That thing was amazing. That yeah, was some was really amazing. great animatronics. I will not, never and, uh, talk negative about that. Never. Don't. Thing. Don't. Yeah, that but thing was But it was funny. Like, like the, as dumb as the parrot was, it was kind of fu- like cute and charming in a way. It like, was unintended that, funny, though. That the was, canine no, verse. The yes. canine verse. Because that thing goes on for a <laughs> solid on, minute. It went on too long, friends. It went w- way long. But then you have so many reaction shots. So, so there's a, uh, you guys have seen this. I'm not spoiling anything. There's a, a fight between canine and the bird, and the bird keeps flying back and forth in the room, yeah. flying. It's not. It's horrible. And there's all these cutaway reaction shots to everyone in the room, like ducking, trying to get yeah. away from the bird. And nobody knew, like nobody knew where it was. Like one of the things that that the DVDs have is mm-hmm. sort of making up documentaries. So yeah. they talked about that whole fight scene in particular. <clears throat> the idea for that actually came from Douglas Adams' half brother, I think. I forget the guy's name, who was like twelve at the time, who said he was on the set. And it was very it hard shows. for them to get. It was very hard for them to get the scene to work. Because uh-huh. Tom Baker had no idea where it would be, so yeah. he was just reacting to things where they were giving him cues, and I guess it was going on for a long time, and they were having trouble, and he said that he told somebody, like, this is my idea, they said they <laughs> were just giving him t- terrible stink eye for the rest of the shoot, this oh, little great. monster just uh, wasted it. everyone's time. But yeah, they, they, they mentioned specifically Tom Baker didn't know where 
yeah. the bird was supposed to be. So that's why I guess it looked. But even so, it didn't have to it. be that long. It, no, it, it did felt not. like it just kept going on and on. The bird's weapon was poop, right? I don't know. I if did not make a those, connection that no. it was poop, but that. If you look at the it. way, okay, so K9's shooting his his beam from his his nose cannon like he always does. The bird also can can spike things. I don't think we ever saw that before, where it comes out because when he delivers the dead, uh, oh, the bird, yeah, parrot, he's like impaled on the thing and then he oh, drops yeah. it and it goes back in. I don't, yeah, yeah, but right. go on. I, I don't remember him seeing that. Okay, so he's he's shooting with the lasers and then I mean I'll send you a still of it. The the bird's weapon is coming. from... From its butt area, and it's just these golden, big, <laughs> golden balls showers dropping. of yeah, golden balls falling down. <laughs> it's I don't know. It, it's great. Whatever it is, it's, it's it turns really out you were watching a totally different movie. <laughs> it was like, and then when the two well, dudes were just grabbing, the cold medicine kicked in, and uh, yeah, yeah, I, okay. So flying doom parrot with a extended fight scene. Um, I also have in my notes that Romana should have been on roller skates at least at one point. <laughs> it's like, didn't it also at times feel like a, like it was that like it was Xanadu? Solar babies was this a, a pre- it was the solar babies that that ties into who's talking at the end of our uh, podcast friends right he was in that wasn't he who the guy that talks at the end of our podcast <laughs> oh was in was he. Was oh, it? I don't know. Maybe. Okay, maybe That's, I'm wrong. That I, might I, make sense. I hate to derail this on something. That's great, that, though. Uh, We're leaving you little clues. But, like, with that <laughs> whole outfit, like, again, with her pink yes. lady thing, and then, yes. the, like, if she just skated by a couple times on roller skates, <laughs> one I would leg go, up. Like, okay. Just one leg up, and she goes by. <laughs> it does it pirouette and skips yeah. off. It totally would have fit in great. Her. I don't know why that doesn't come up. Um. Oh, here's something fun. So, how does how do uh, K-9 and uh, the Doctor find the mentiads they're following their psychospore yeah, yeah. That so was they weird. leave brain droppings wherever they go is that i didn't know if it was psychos well i mean you probably it's remember more than me. i thought he was he could uh his radar dish or whatever could feel their brain patterns coming out and that's maybe that's what it yeah. is but they refer to it as psychospore so like if you're if you're tracking an animal in the woods you look for its spore which is a right. drop. Well, anyway, brain droppings. It, it was just a weird turn of phrase. Maybe that's the Douglas Adams part that I wasn't getting before. Um, sure. And then you have um, that whole weird corridor, right? Where, where yes. uh, you know, which scientifically, you know, I guess would make sense because you would be still and everything around you would be moving. Um, but one thing with that, when the doctors like tells. Uh, Nemos is his name, right? Like, you can't possibly figure this out because he opens the thing and knocks on it and he gets it to work. Right. I did like the bit where Nemos tries to do it (laughs) and he knocks and he can't get it to work and he actually does the old fish shake. Like, oh, Oh, did did he really? Oh, I didn't know that. That's awesome. Half fish shake because he can't figure it out. I think I was still in awe of his acting prowess when he goes into that hallway yeah. and runs and can't go forward. <laughs> Man, that was convincing. Forward. That was good. Oh, so, so good. What was Lots funny of- was that so the doctor goes into that tunnel and it and it whisks him away and he yeah. says, I'll, "I'll never be cruel to an electron and a particle accelerator yes. again." That yeah. was cute. That, that was, was adorable. Cute. That was He's adorable. Well, adorable things. Um, Lots of <laughs> shots too. I have in my notes of just bored-looking enemies. Like, there's yeah. lots, lots of shots where they just cut away, and it's a cigar just looking bored. Just it's like, well, that's that, why they had the mask. I think it was maybe just the direction of the episode that was off for me. Yeah. Because, um, I, again, I love the story. The whole, yeah, yeah. everything about it was cool. But there was, like, lots of weird, 
choices, moments. I think, that, yeah, moments or whatever that didn't quite f- seem to fit with the script. And maybe yeah. it's all because of budget, too, because this, I'm sure if you took this script and remade it now, it would be amazing. Yeah. Uh, so go to our Kickstarter page, because we're going to reshoot yeah. this. <laughs> um, oh, boy. I have, before Bluetooth, they had suction cups. I guess that was uh, <laughs> yes. the, the suction K-9s. cup that comes out of K9 to hook yeah. up to He's that used thing. that before, though. That's, that's cool. So uh, by the left frontal lobe of the sky demon, Ish. I actually had to write that down. That was, yeah, that was pretty bad. There was bad. so much of that. So I really like the uh, the whole, um, what did they call it? They didn't call it a holographic projector, but it was the projector that oh, yes. yeah. for, for, for the, the, woman, the woman that turns out to be the queen. Uh, but they had the whole misdirection with the doctor having to walk the plank, but it really wasn't him. Oh, now, I thought it was really cool. That was great. That was like a great cliffhanger for yeah. episode three. Yep. But one thing that when I saw that, like I have, you know, known about walking the plank forever like since you were a little kid you always knew pirates and walking the plank and then watching that i was like that's got to be the most horrible way to go like sure. being on a pirate ship and then somebody makes you just dumps you in the ocean like i'm already afraid of the ocean i'm afraid of everything in the ocean but like what a what a horrible way to go and that yeah. was what kept me up the other night and like i was talking <laughs> to my wife and i'm like god what happens if i wake up tomorrow and i'm on a pirate ship because I don't know how reality really works. Right, you know? it could like, This all could just be temporary, and then yeah. I'm going to... And she's like, you know, I've thought about being trapped in the ocean. It's horrifying, but never that previously I had been on a pirate ship, and it's like, maybe <laughs> walk the plank. But anyway, it just felt like the most horrible, cruel way to to go. So the more you know. You the think more about you know. That, yeah. Would you, worse, worse death for you. Oh, no. By, by any measure, it would have to be... Uh, cremation alive because it's claustrophobia and then burning oh god that's the worst so you would go burning over freezing freezing seems to be a terrible way but that's much better than burning you go to sleep freezing you just go to sleep that's everybody loves sleep sleep is awesome everybody plays it up like it's like it's like oh freezing's easy yeah i would take well of the two that drowning forget that you you're aware of it the whole time drowning is horrible because you would suffocating no way you you have to watch as the ship is leaving. Ugh, terrible. And guys. then how long before you start swimming? I think immediately I would just start sucking water down to end yeah. the nightmare because I don't want to be uh, eaten you, by sharks. I don't throughout know if you can actually do that. You're, the survival instinct, your oh, adrenaline, you're not going to be able to do it. Be horrible. Hopefully, you'll be dropped someplace in the Arctic where it's really cold and you just you'd freeze first. What are we reviewing? Ways I don't to die. Back to <laughs> no, the ways I'm sorry, to die. But the whole thing, I just watch like walking the plank, and it's just something. <laughs> that I've always known. It's always been a part of my life, but I never really thought about the what it means. The logistics like how, of what actually happens. Yeah. So yeah. I'm sorry. So now, now that we're off that, <laughs> let's talk about how he keeps the dead planets uh, in a little museum. Oh, that was pretty awesome. That was very cool. Were, were they just chunks of the planet there as a remembrance? Or were they the entire planet, like, they were the entire planet miniaturized down, like, shrunken down? Because yes. they said the amount of energy that's there... Kept yeah. in balance. And, and the so whole thing. Exactly, right, right. Yeah. So they're, they're black holes. They would be black holes if it wasn't right. for the. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Which, really which cool. I also was unsure of because at the end with how they get out of it. Yeah. Um, wouldn't all those oh, yeah. planets. Create a black you know, hole. Black holes. Create black holes, right? Because the balance would go off. I would think you know, so. And just destroy the whole universe. <laughs> like, I mean. Because I didn't quite. I mean, I if the science holds, I think. Yeah. Let me do a quick equation. Uh, like, okay, carry the, the two, one. and yep. oh my god, yep. yes. and the podcast yeah. cuts, and we all <laughs> cease to exist, and we're all on pirate ships. <laughs> we're all pirate ships in the water. Uh, all right. I was right. <laughs> 
But that's sort of how he gets out of it, right? They put Califrax back in the planet and then expand it. Yeah. Or something. Sure. And then it yes. fills. I don't know. They it explained it at the end, but at then the end. I actually looked up on like Wikipedia and Tardy, and like nobody covers like uh-uh. really what, how, it means. what actually happened. Everybody's just like, yeah, and everything's fine. But it's a end. thing we don't talk about. The queen was really cool. Like awesome. her, the last well, moments of her life where she's frozen in that thing and it's sustaining this whole illusion. Yeah. That was such, and it's such a, it's almost a through throwaway, not a throwaway scene, but it's it's a smaller like you only see her in that stasis for a few minutes in the fourth episode right did uh, they discover in the third of the fourth episode third of the fourth i, mean, I don't have it but i think it was it's the third third yeah it was so sure. cool like it was yeah. just like the 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 way the actress was and i guess i i read too that yes about her teeth did you yes. read the thing about her teeth yeah, that, well you explain that then oh no just the the, the actress um demanded to be paid extra to yeah, remove our false teeth, teeth for the filming to make her, I guess, look older. She got the money, though, and gave yeah. us a performance that stole America's heart. It did. It really did. And uh, the worlds. Uh, the world, I think is, so. Yeah. Many worlds, yeah. in fact. Many worlds. So, uh, uh, But anyway, yeah, that, that I thought that was just <clears throat> so cool. Hey, so there was a, a thing. I swear to God, I did not look this up first. It, it actually jumped into my memory on its yep. own, and I confirmed it. But mm-hmm. so one the, the planet uh, Califrax... Uh, did it sh- r- remind you of anything? Well, I saw the same thing that you yeah. read. I didn't. It didn't. When I watched it, I wasn't like, "Oh, I remember that's that." That's not from exact- Earth. right. Yeah. So I didn't. I didn't remember that's exactly what it was. I thought I was thinking of. I can't say it. Uh, Calpharaxis Rexaporia, whatever that that right. with the the baby doll face giant alien. Uh, their their planet. I thought it was a reference to that, but actually, Califrax Minor was one of the planets that got disappeared in Davros's reality bomb. Um, uh, whenever they're trying to uh, balance all the planets in uh, what was that? Which Stolen, was that Earth? Stolen Earth. Stolen Earth. Stolen Earth. That's Stolen the one. Earth. Which yep. is kind of cool. Anyway, so I was like, oh, they reused that name. I guess how, that happens a lot. Here's another note that I had. Um, how <clears throat> smug were those Mentats? when they knocked the guards out with the rocks. Do you remember that scene towards oh, the end? Yes. So they're, they're waiting. There's like, oh, yes. And again, it's, it, again, it goes to my note about sort of the direction where they just stay on them, like just looking very self-congratulatory. Like a dozen of them, and they're just like looking at each other being like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just yeah, we, knocked all those we guys We totally out did rocks. that. Guys, it's like, oh, saw. you dummies. Yeah. Yeah. And and was kind of it was awkward and, and weird, it, but it was fine. Yeah, it, then it all sort of wraps up quickly. Yeah, um, it really did. By the end. Yeah. Everybody dies. Pretty much everybody on the ship dies except for the captain and the queen. She puts an end to him when he finally turns on her. Yeah. And then they um, live happily they do ever their magic. Dead. Yeah. And the doctor, what? The doctor reprograms his. What's the, what's the deal? The doctor reprogram turns the captain's arm into a remote unit so that he could. Then pilot the planet to appear. Sure, exactly. I, it's exactly. one of the you're right. Exactly, it's one of those. Bah, 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 bah. All right, it all cool. works out, and they, it all works out. The end. They mention that the key of time is going to get flung off. Yeah, which was the whole planet. Yeah, right. oh, that's cool. I guess, but I guess not <laughs> as a whole planet as the. No, but the planet was. The key. It's so weird. Like the whole thing is just very weird. That the fact that the key was this ice planet, right? Califrax to begin yes. with. Like yes. we're gonna hide it in a planet. Well, hide it as a planet. As a planet, rather. Right. Yeah. 
I mean, that, I like the idea that the key right. is not a thing, a hidden object. It is yeah, an object is, that is, is hidden. Yeah, that's that. I like that idea. It just, like we said earlier, it just feels kind of thrown away. It's just like, oh, yeah, we forgot yeah. to do this. Thing. When it was flung off, was it still small? <clears throat> and what was holding it at that level? Why didn't it explode or expand? I, was it a full planet? That do they do they just drive the TARDIS by and then wave their thing and the, the, the planet shrinks? Comes in. And see, yeah. I don't know. So anyway, two pieces of key of the puzzle are now complete. Yep. Um, and that's it. And they end in the end. Well, there's, so there's another note here. Um, uh, again, guys, if you don't want to listen to the podcast, you can just read TARDIS.wiki.com. Anyway, but there's there's a part. This is a thing that's don't bothered me. Don't you dare ever say don't you dare <laughs> once, do- once they figure that out. <laughs> so there's, there's a thing in New Who, and I have mentioned this before, with the... Uh, River Song saying that they, uh, the Doctor always leaves the parking brake on. That's what makes the sound when the TARDIS materializes. Mm-hmm. There is a note in this uh, uh, episode which just makes me very happy. I'm just going to read it. Uh, well, basically, Romana is very by the book and literal in this case. She's like reading the manual and this is how she, she pilots the TARDIS. So she's the one that says you have to engage that those circuits and blah, blah, blah to have a smooth landing. So she's doing everything by the manual and when the, the TARDIS materializes for her, it makes the sound as well. So yeah. River Song is full of BS or was just teasing the doctor or we can just discount it because that always bothered me. The TARDIS makes that sound and that's it. It is right. the sound of hope. They say that in one of the, yeah. the new season stuff. Like It's the sound that lets people know that the doctor is going to save them. So anyway, to you, River Song. That's oh, all I gotta say. Throwing it down. No, I love her, but that that right. thing, that one line, almost ruined oh, the entire character yeah. for me. Anyway, so <sighs> all right. So what else do you have? What else do you have on the pirate planet, Dan? What else do I have? Uh, not a whole lot. I mean, you got that little thing where you know the Doctor uh, and Sir Isaac Newton. He, he yeah, that was cool. <laughs> where he threw the apple at him. And he then threw the like, apple, and, the, and, and to Newton to said dinner. to get out of my tree <laughs> <laughs> to clear off <laughs> that, out of my tree. That cracked me up. That was that one was of the cute. funniest things. I really like that. Yeah, and there was there was a reference. (laughs) (laughs) And they explained gravity at at dinner afterwards. There was a thing. Oh, when um the oh god, Prelix and the Doctor are in psychic communication. Um, Oh yes, we we didn't talk about this. This yeah. So so the entire time they have this you know mental walkie-talkie, and uh, he's picturing something, and and uh, Prelix is describing it's it's a, a. piece of metal forked at yes. the end and bent in the middle right. and the doctor says to romano it was, it was a bent fork why would anyone want to bend a fork i don't know was that a reference to like yuri geller and like the whole psychic things of the 70s it was the, like oh, ment- maybe. mentalist their thing was yes. to like bend a spoon with their mind yes. and i thought it was just a reference because that yuri geller was very popular in the late 70s early 80s as an illusionist and mentalist before yep. you know james randy kind of revealed all that stuff so i just wondered was that like a, a sly Total reference to that. Possible. I mean, okay. in the, they didn't mention that at all in um, the doc that I saw. No, yeah, no, this, no, that makes sense. This was, was out of this weird, brain right here. Yeah, so I, you're, that you was should have me. your own uh, documentaries. Uh, uh-huh. But that whole scene anyway, where they are <laughs> controlling the 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 uh, the element inside of the oh, oh, engine oh, 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 with so the three floating heads where they're talking and like, <laughs> oh my god, that's so good. So that's oh. the thing. So they, they uh, to Give some context. So all the all the mentalists um, or mentats, what are they called? Mentiats. Mentiats. Mentiats are outside. They're not strong enough to unlock the door. Right. 
So the doctor's like, well, you don't need to unlock the door. You only need to be strong enough to lift Project this. Project inside the Project room. inside and then lift, lift this yeah. object. Yeah, find Which something to destroy they then use it. to destroy the thing. But, like, what a great memory the doctor has where he remembers exactly where everything is. <laughs> no, in no, the, no, I in think he, he was tied with them. So they were... the. Th- so in the scene, it shows them superimposed over the inside of the room. The two mentiads on one side, the doctor on the other. Yeah, I think they he, were in communication. He told them to and he was sh- they were showing him what was in the room because he was looking around the room with them. Gotcha. Okay, that's and it was like that. no, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. Oh, pick up that thing and go hit hit the whatever. Mm-hmm. The special effects of that it was pretty was amazing. So atrocious. It was just like a wrench. Wait, what? <laughs> no, it was real. I'm sorry. Wait. That was all real. Just picked up, moved over to the thing, yeah. pause, and then whoosh, it hits the yeah, thing and explodes. Uh, there'll be a little special animation on the uh, show notes page for this, guys, because I loved but, it. Yeah, it that was, was like, and we just see their giant superimposed heads floating <laughs> over the thing as it just looks like a piece of color form <laughs> just moving around and slamming into the object. Oh, it was so good. So yeah. bad, so good. Anyway, so that's that's all I got. Loved. Yeah, I really very, did love this episode. Fun. And like I said, the yeah, the captain was so the, that actor was so over the top. But I think it yeah, it was one of those things that came subtlety or something. It came around again for me, and it was I was able just to laugh at it, and it didn't take me out of it so much. It was hard at the beginning because it's like, oh boy, this is going to be rough. Yeah, but well, it, I also it like the costume didn't help. Like no, it just, it just felt so. It was a good idea. I liked the whole cyborg thing, and he was corny. you know reconstituted by the by the queen to. I hate any time you have something over someone's eye. It was the under the nose. You're right. It's the under the, the under around the, nose the thing face, the under the nose, and it looks. But so, even in general, when you've got like some kind of thing over someone's eye, I just it, I think it's just so it dumb. doesn't work. Yeah, so you unless like, you're the bad guy in the last Starfighter, where you got one of those little movable red. Things you know what yeah, I'm talking guy, about? Yes, I. We've locked of onto course, the, I know the what Earth. that is. Yeah, the yeah, gravitational pull. What do we right do? Down. It like almost hits him in the eye. <laughs> yeah, and then he says, "We die." But that guy has the charisma to pull off he's an got, eyepiece yeah, like he that. Does. You're right. He's got those weird, pointy things on his face uh, hey, that really—they're not weird, dude. He kind of embraces the weirdness, so he really carries. This has it got off. really weird. <laughs> So on our next review of the Last Starfighter movie, let's yeah. just keep doing reviews of oh, Last Starfighter totally over Last and over Starfighter again. Movie. I love that movie. I've to- I mentioned, but like you, weekly, I, I want to do a review. I have the comic book adaptation of uh, the Last Starfighter. That was one oh, of so my favorite movies. Adaptation of the movie, not a. Did you see somebody movie. made the arcade machine? No, somebody made the game. <gasps> like so, you can download yes. the game for free. Or at least you, unless somebody pulled it for some reason. I think it's only on Windows. But somebody actually made the cabinet. Oh, exactly like the the movie, and then it runs the game. Yeah, if you look it up, it is was on actual um, game. Is there like a games of the game? Like uh, I don't yeah, recall you really see a whole lot of the game in the movie. Well, I'm, I'm assuming you know they they designed elements yeah. to it, but it has the same enemies and the same UI so and all that good. stuff. Oh, that's great. Uh, so yeah, so Doctor <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the last Doctor Who Starfighter uh-huh. fighter. We are uh, covering Stones of Blood next, mm. which has a great title. Not seen title. this episode, so I'm interested to know what it's all about. I actually don't know anything other than the another segment is in it, and I believe we talked about when we did Ribos Operation that this is we're going to meet the Black Guardian in this finally, episode, which is or in the story. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that'll be on June 15th. So if you are enjoying the podcast, please uh, rent it, I guess, or yep. buy it. It's yep. on it's on uh, Amazon and iTunes and all that stuff. Yeah, do that. Stones of Blood. 
Uh, you have anything else, Dan? We should wrap this up. No, sir. I think that's it. Cool. All right. Well, thank you all. Uh, you can find me on com, where you can find all my contact information and Twitter and Facebook and all that stuff. Or, and, his co- and his comic books. And you can uh, contact me on Twitter at DanJNJ. Yep, or, we've got uh, a P.O. Box now. P.O. Yes, Box 21311 we'll Redback, New Jersey, 07701. We'll put we've that got in the show notes. We have a website. Who show at gmail.com. Oh, uh, did we have anything new with the website? Dan did a, num- a lot of back-end work. Uh, yeah, you guys won't even see any difference developer. here. But, but now what we're doing is when you come to the, to the site... Uh, the most recent episode will be the first thing you see that has our, our iTunes kind of graphic there that has the a still from the episode, the logo and the name. But if you click into the episode, we're going to try to provide a little extra stuff in there as well. Um, so besides being able to listen to the show right there on the page, uh, mobile or on, a, on your desktop, we'll have a, a few other things there for funsies. And one thing, too, uh, for people listening uh, that are fans of the show, if you go to the schedule page, you're going to see all of the upcoming stories that we're going to do. At this point, because we're way off whether or not it's on a streaming service, obviously because there are, there are no episodes on streaming None. services, if there's an, a story that we should be covering or that you think is great that we should, we should look at, just leave either leave her a comment or email us or contact us on Twitter or wherever. Because yeah. I know we're very light on Colin Baker stories and um, Sylvester McCoy stories. Right, right. Like we've got, mean, we were, a we were lot going of, by we were going by kind of top ten lists yeah. to compile this Things and then what was available uh, on streaming. So I'm very much open to to change on that because. I want to know what the best things are to, to watch. Yeah. So let us even know. If, even if not the best, best worst, or yeah, if it's terrible too. If it's or, like this is the worst thing you've ever seen in your life, I kind of want to watch that. too. I will like suffer through that. Um, yeah, that's it. Right? We got anything else? Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, oh, oh, also on that page. Oh, yeah, geez. I know. I'm gonna keep going. You can buy. There's links to buy oh, yeah. DVD copies. If you click on the link, you go to an affiliate link through Amazon, and we should get something out of that. Jelly I babies. believe once you're in the link, once you follow the link, if you buy something else, I think it still counts to us, right? Does it still so count? all of the go to the old com, click a link to buy something, yeah, and just, just get your groceries, get, get whatever. Your groceries. Oh, was that PO box number again? <laughs> uh, oh, good. good boy. All right, so that's it. Um, we'll Thanks, see everybody. You guys, again and girls again on um, the 18th, right? June fifteenth, fifteenth. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Dan J and J. Dan J and J at uh, Twitter.com. Mm, that probably won't work. <laughs> that's it, isn't it? Dan. Not at Twitter.com. I mean, that's not my email address. Dan J at Twitter.com. <laughs> yeah, no, when you say it out loud like that, yeah, that's right. It that. totally makes sense. Twitter.com. Right, let's get out of here before we, uh, we ruin ourselves. Too late.